You're listening to Entrepreneurial Outlaws, a podcast for creatives, introverts, empaths, and spiritual folks. Each week, we'll sit down and have the honest, transparent, and sometimes messy conversations about what it takes to build and grow a successful and fulfilling soul-aligned business on your own terms. Here at Entrepreneurial Outlaws, we advocate for building a business that serves your lifestyle, inspiring you to rewrite the usual business rules and take action through creativity and self-inquiry. We'll encourage and gently challenge you to dig deeper into what makes you and your business unique. And I'm your host, Melanie Knights. A multi-passionate entrepreneur, self-published author, mentor, and storyteller, I'm here to help you unpack the bro marketing strategies and entrepreneurial myths that lead us to overthink our business decisions, because overthinking is a feminist issue. Together, we are paving the way for a new normal in online business. So, are you ready to break the rules and become an entrepreneurial outlaw? Let's do this. You're listening to Entrepreneurial Outlaws, a podcast for creatives, introverts, empaths, and spiritual folks who want to grow a sustainable and impactful business on their own terms. We're here to meet you at the intersection of strategy, spirituality, and self-inquiry so that we can create our own versions of success and grow businesses that serve our personal goals and creativity just as much as it serves our audiences. Together, we are paving the way for a new normal in online business, one that allows you to lean into what makes you and your business unique. And I'm your host, Melanie Knights, storyteller and outlaw mentor with a nose for the bullshit. I'm here to help you unpack the bro marketing strategies and entrepreneurial myths that lead us to overthink our business decisions because overthinking is a feminist issue. The antidote? Your intuition. So get ready as each week we have the messy, honest, and transparent conversations about entrepreneurship, the kind that's missing from the highlight reels of our social media feeds. We're uncovering the real stories behind what it takes to run a sustainable online business on your own terms, the highs, the lows, and everything in between. Ready to break the rules and become an entrepreneurial outlaw? Let's do this. Hey, hey, hello, outlaws. Happy, happy Thursday and happy December. I don't think I said that in last week's episode. Happy December and welcome to episode 54. Um, Today, as you can probably tell by the title of this episode, I am going to be sharing with you some of the biggest takeaways I took from a retreat I went to back in November. Um, Let's just say that it was eye-opening and very emotional and very raw and transformative. And to be honest, I didn't expect that. I don't know why I expected. I don't think I went into the retreat having any expectations. So before I share all my takeaways with you, I want to start by just giving you a little bit of an idea of what this retreat was and kind of what I was envisioning before I went. So my biz bestie, my general bestie, my bestie all round. Anyo, who has been on the show before. Um, Many of you already know her and love her. She said to me back at the beginning of 2021, hey, my client's hosting this retreat, we should go. And to be honest, I think when she said this to me, we were still possibly in lockdown and I was thinking, we're never going to get there. That's never going to happen. So I was like, yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, I agreed. 
booked the room and started planning, you know, when this weekend away was going to happen. And the closer and closer we got to November, I realized that we were going to be going. So the moment I booked my train, I started to get really excited about being away, taking some time for myself, and just spending some really great quality time with her as well. And one of the things I I realize now in retrospect is that I didn't really understand what I was going there for, right? I didn't understand what I was going there for. I wasn't 100% certain of what we were going to get from it, but I was like, I'm going to be with my friend. We're going to be away, kid-free. This is going to be great. And that was kind of the most I had thought about it. That was like my intention (laughs) was to just spend time with my friends and go somewhere I hadn't been before and just enjoy myself. So this retreat took us to Wales. So just to give you a visual of where I live, I live on the east coast of the UK, complete opposite side to Wales. It's kind of almost like a a diagonal, I guess. And um, yeah, so I took the train up to see Anyo and then we drove across the next day to Wales. So we actually drove to North Wales to Isle of Anglesey and um, where we stayed is called Roscollin and the history of this area was really fascinating so our host told us about Roscollin and what it meant to her personally which I always love Um, I love a good story but she also talked about the history of this area and you can't build on Roscollin so what is currently there is all that will ever be there. So there won't be any multi-story car parks. There's not going to be any supermarkets or anything new being built. And honestly, it's just beautiful. Like it's, it's stunning. It's so quiet. I mean, I live in the countryside, but it was so quiet. Um, there's no light pollution, right? So we, the full moon had happened the day before we arrived and she was just, beautiful. She was so bright. She was so stunning. Like it was one of those moments where I'm looking at her, she felt so close and I'm thinking how weird it is that we all see the same moon. I I still find that it it boggles my mind. (laughs) Despite the fact, everything I know, I still find it really fascinating. And so from here, you could, you just had the clearest sky. You could see the, you could see the moon, you could see the stars and you could see planets, which was just crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, and this, this village has a deep pagan history as well. So it was very spiritual. I could just feel this kind of energy and connection. And as we kind of traveled up to Wales, I really wanted to stop. I hadn't been to Wales for many years. I actually lived there when I was very, very young. I don't remember it at all. Um, we lived there for about six months. And so I hadn't been to Wales probably since then. And as we drove into Wales and came around um, Snowdonia National Park, I was just like taken aback. I was just taken aback by the scenery. It was exactly as I'd imagined in terms of like these properties next to unfortunately a main road, like um, like a highway. But at the same time, you had these mountains behind you and in front of you, you had the, the sea. It was just an incredible, I don't know, it just pictures cannot do it justice. So we did stop on the way um, in Wales and I was just very emotional straight away. It was the, 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 the quiet. I just felt this intensity being there. Um, it was pretty chilly and foggy that day. The, the um, weather was not great, but it was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So 
By the time we had reached the retreat, the property that we were staying in, there was about 11 of us, I think. And by the time we reached there, it was dark. No concept of where I was. Um, and I already felt kind of buzzy, right? I kind of felt buzzy, but I still didn't really walk into that property, that, that beautiful home with any kind of intention. I was just like, I'm here. (laughs) I was like, the party's here. (laughs) And, um, that evening we did a meditation and we were asked to decide what our intention for the weekend was going to be. And she wanted us to write it um, on this board. And I was like, oh God, I don't know what my intention is. I just, I didn't feel particularly connected to anything. And as we did this meditation in front of this roaring fire, I really missed that fire. I felt really heavy in like my third eye, right? My third eye chakra, I felt really heavy and I just kept seeing red. And the word connected kept coming back up. And so I kind of, I went to my bedroom and just kind of laid there thinking, connected to what? Like, what do I need to be connected to? What is it that I'm being called to be connected to? And at some point I realized it was myself. At some point that kind of realization shifted. I think I had walked into this weekend thinking it was going to be about my business and like the next steps and what I'm going to do, which is really safe and easy for me. And I realized that was not what the universe had in store for me. And actually I was looking at connecting back to myself. Now, obviously hindsight is a wonderful thing and I can look back and say, yeah, that's exactly what I needed and exactly what I was missing. Because, you know, the last couple of years have been bizarre, (laughs) to say the very least. They've been crap. They have been wonderful. There's been great stuff. There's been shit stuff. It's been a real roller coaster for all of us. And I think one of the things that has happened is I kind of, in 2019, I was really connecting to myself. I was figuring out who I am. I was starting to dye my hair red. I was starting to wear lipstick. I was wearing different clothing, things that really felt comfortable for me. I felt really comfortable in my own skin. And then 2020 didn't unfold in the way any of us expected, of course. But at the same time, I feel like I hit a plateau in terms of my self-discovery. So I was kind of on this trajectory going upwards, like constantly figuring out who I was, feeling really great. And then 2020 just kind of, I couldn't get past anything else. I was just kind of going through the motions. I was where I was and that was fine. It felt fine in the moment. This year, in 2021, I definitely continued that trajectory. It's funny, the more I stepped back from work that had kept me really busy, that had burned me out, the more I discovered myself again, the more I reconnected. And I feel as though this retreat in this unexpected way was a piece of that puzzle. It was a piece of the puzzle that brought me back to myself in some really fascinating ways. And I realized very quickly that this was not going to be about my business. This weekend was not going to show me any direction for what's next, because firstly, I already know what's next. And I want you to also think about this because I say it a lot. I talk about it. I say it in, in planning by the moon. You always know what's next, even if you can't see it. 
Because the universe has a plan for you. It has a plan for me. It has a plan for all of us. But we like to force that plan. We're impatient. We want to know what's coming. I'm a bit of a control freak. So I like to know like, no, I want to control this. I want to know when it's happening. That's not the way this works. So in terms of my business and what is next for me, I don't need to force it. I don't need to understand it. It's already happening. It's already unfolding. And to be honest, everything else that I'm not sure how to do, I'm more than capable of figuring out. And I don't need to be given any kind of major insight into that. I've been doing this for a while. I know what to do. So that was really interesting. And I'm going to be very honest. I spent a lot of that weekend crying. <laughs> there was, I felt, we were joking. I felt very dehydrated. It was, it was emotionally exhausting. And the thing that keeps coming up to me, coming up for me, and it has been coming up for a few weeks. Um, I've talked about it on social media and in my email list. I may have even talked about it on here. Is the idea of being fully expressed. When my coach said this, I was just dumbstruck. I was like, fully expressed. That is my goal. That is my goal for my life. That's my goal for my kid. Like, I want him to feel fully expressed. It's my goal for anybody that comes into contact with me through social media, my email list, working with me, whatever, whether it's free or paid, I want people to feel fully expressed. Whether it's in their personal life, professional life, or both. And so I had been really sitting with this idea of what does it mean for me to be fully expressed? And the more I've worked through that, the more my creativity has pulled me, right? I've just been pulled more and more to these creative endeavors, hand lettering, calligraphy, drawing, scrapbooking, these things that fill me with joy, things that I have not allowed myself to do for years, things that I get to do with my child, things that he really loves to do that we can do together and have fun with. And it was actually just before I went away, he, he and I, we were using this um, deodorant powder. It's like pink and sparkly. It's from Lush. Um, and I showed him this, this powder and I said, look, it's got glitter in it. And I put some on his chest and it smells like, it smells like a My Little Pony vomited on you. It's really, it smells pink is the only way I can describe it. And he was like, mommy, you have the best stuff. And besides feeling that lump in my throat when he said that, I realized that so much of what I've been leaning into, my creativity and this full expression is actually a lot of inner child stuff. That's what's been coming up. Like a lot of inner child work. I'm really connecting to my truth and who I am. And because of being a teenager and an adult in this world, that expression, that fully expressed version of me had been suppressed. It had been, you know, the light had been dimmed. I had been told I wasn't good enough. I wasn't a good enough artist. I wasn't ever going to be able to do that. And realizing that I can do that and I can have it as part of my business and I can also enjoy it and it can be a hobby was really huge. And one of the big takeaways I took from this retreat is that my creativity is already fully expressed. That other people see it in me, even when I don't see it, even when I'm doubtful. And 
there really is no need for me to force my creativity or explain it away, right? So the statement I kind of walked away with is like, I'm a graphic designer and an artist, as well as many other things. (laughs) But those are two of the things I identify as because I am a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I am a multi-passionate human, but I'm able to sit here and say, I am a graphic designer and I am an artist. And that's part of my, my, my expression. It's part of who I am. It's part of my creativity. So that was a really big takeaway for me because I do, I am someone who has a habit of over explaining myself. I do apologize. I really can get in my head about what other people think of me, even though rationally I don't care, it still is there. So realizing that my creativity is already fully expressed in the way I just exist in this world was really powerful, really powerful. And it gave me like a, it just gave me some room to breathe um, and allow me to just carry on doing what I'm doing. And from that, the next thing I really took away from this is that to be fully expressed requires me to be vulnerable with myself. I wrote that down and I was just like, oh, that's really, (laughs) really uncomfortable. But it's true because I think, at least for me personally, and maybe some of you will resonate with this, I can be vulnerable, but I do it in a way that is safe and controlled right? I do it in a way that is safe and controlled for me. I have, you know, done the mindset work. I'm constantly doing the self-inquiry work and and the personal development. And I'm doing those things. But when it comes to being truly vulnerable with myself, that is something I control. It's something I hold back. So this is something I'm currently working on. How can I be more vulnerable with myself because that allows me to be fully expressed. And also, do I need to be more vulnerable with myself, right? So can I be fully expressed without that? Like, these are the kind of nuances of this that I'm working through right now. Um, You know, what does it mean to go beyond what is safe and comfortable in my mindset and my nourishing self-care practices? Because self-care and nourishment was a big theme from this weekend, which I did not expect. A lot about nutrition and movement, meditation, things that I hadn't done in quite some time in my practice. And I also recognized that even though this year I've really slowed my business down and I've really embraced that slowness and continue to grow and make money in my business, there are areas of my personal life and my my nourishment, my self-nourishment, where I'm not really as slow as I could be. I'm still living in the, the fast-paced, what's next kind of narrative. And really that's that's part of this slowing down. It's gonna cause me to, was gonna lead me to be more vulnerable with myself. So this was a really, this was a really big challenging. <laughs> shift and awareness piece. I didn't like it at all. I was like, oh, it's beautiful to write that, but oh my God, I don't like it. So that was a big challenge for me to walk away with this and to just really figure out what that looks like going forward. And kind of leading on from this, you can see there's a big theme, but leading on from this, the the third and final takeaway that I want to share with you today is that I can nourish myself emotionally, mentally, physically, and creatively without controlling every moment or losing myself in the process. 
So I feel as though over the last couple of years, as my emotional and mental health have really improved, I've really learned who I am. I've let go of a lot of the um, business coaching ways that were put on me and forced on me and manipulated me into investing money I didn't have. Like a lot of those situations that I was left feeling very upset and hurt by, I've really processed most of that. I've processed most of it. But as I've grown and evolved emotionally and mentally, my physical health has kind of spiraled and dwindled, and especially after 2020. And I do believe that, look, I survived that year like so many of us did, and so many of us are lucky and fortunate to have, you know, continued to have a business and work and do these things, and I see that as a positive. But at the same time, I'm ready to really dig into what it would be like to be mentally and emotionally strong, but also physically strong. And I sat with one of the other women at the retreat one evening and I said this to her and we just looked at each other and we were like fucking powerful. Like that's what it means, right? To be emotionally and mentally strong, but also physically strong in whichever way that means, you know, on your terms, really powerful, really badass, right? To be able to feel that strength in all different ways, really powerful. So, you know, another statement I walked away with was that when I am kind to myself, I will make nourishing choices, right? I feel like for anybody listening who needs a mantra around self-nourishment and self-care, when I am kind to myself, I will make nourishing choices. And you know, we, I know this, I know this on a practical level, but the emotional part of me is not always going to make those choices, right? I'm not always going to be kind to myself. There are going to be times when I struggle with that, but I'm ready to let some of that go. I'm ready, well, I'm ready to like all of it go, but it's going to be a process and I have time, right? I have time to let go of those pieces and to replace them with more nourishing choices. So, To say that the weekend was heavy is an understatement. I think we all walked away with so many aha moments, but also needed to go home and rest and start the integration process, right? Taking those things that we've each learned and integrating them back into our routines and our life whilst also not slipping back into maybe negative patterns. And I do, I'm I'm recording this fairly close to when I went away. So I'm recording this from the past, obviously. Um, (laughs) And I expect there to be a lot of other shifts and emotions that will bubble up in the coming days and weeks. I actually was really clever and booked a coaching session the day after I returned. So I got to go through a lot of this with my coach and figure some of these pieces out upon my return and kind of left me with some next steps and some things I want to focus on in the coming months. And I think it's really interesting as well because we are heading into, well, at the time of listening to this, we're already in December, but we are heading into, for me at least, a season that's very emotional, a season that can be very busy. We often let our boundaries kind of melt away during this season. And I'm really walking into this festive season, holding on to my boundaries. Um, 
you know, I want to enjoy this season in ways I didn't get to do that last year. But I'm also ready to create new memories. And I'm also ready to hold steady in my boundaries as we head into the rest of December and into 2022, which is surreal. This year has been so fascinating, so interesting. It has continued to kind of rip me open in new and powerful ways. And so to kind of end this year with this retreat and to leave with these new things to work on and these new steps to take is really profound because it also allows me to make some shifts now, right? I don't need to wait for January and carry them with me through the next few weeks and then, you know, lean into them and continue with them and continue on this path and learning more and more about myself as we head into the new year. So this episode is going to be a little bit shorter than normal. And I feel like that's absolutely okay. Um, Those are the three things that I took away, the key things I took away. There was a lot. There was a lot. And there's a lot of stuff that came up for me that either I haven't processed or I'm not ready or willing to share. There was a lot of stuff about grief and loss. I realized some profound things about abandonment that I just, I think I've known, but hadn't maybe labeled in that way. And just giving it that kind of, giving it a box to be put in, right? Taking these situations that have really broken me open and saying, oh, these are really similar. We can file them together and it's okay. It allows me to move forward through the next thing. So thank you, as always, for joining me on today's episode. What I want you to take away from this episode is I would love for you to think about the ways in which you are maybe forcing your business or a certain part of who you are that can't be fully expressed. Looking at ways in which People already see that in you, right? We talk about this a lot, that if we could just see ourselves the way others see us, we'd be fucking unstoppable. And so I encourage you to grab a journal today or over the weekend and spend some time thinking about this. How do other people see you? Maybe even ask them, right? Maybe ask a really close friend or somebody that you trust. How do they see you? And and really think about this, really lean into that. And I also encourage you to look at your emotional, mental, physical, and creative nourishment. Where Where do you need to or want to do some work in those areas, if any? And what does that look like for you in the coming weeks and months? So... Thank you for joining me for episode 54. I feel like this was a really relaxing, slow paced episode. I hope that you've had a wonderful week um, whenever you're listening to this. And so far that December is being kind to you. We have a few more episodes this month before we head into a new year. Um, I'm really excited to share with you some of the things I've learned from 2021, we're going to definitely do an episode sharing with you those lessons as well. And um, what's next in my business as well, what's coming up, even though I'm not 100% sure 
of what the path looks like, I definitely know the direction I want it to go in. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your ongoing support for me, my work, my business. Um, as of recording this, we have just published Planning by the Moon. And I am beyond excited to see where this planner takes you, takes me, takes our community. Um, it's a really powerful tool. And I absolutely loved putting my time and creative energy into this. Um, and I really believe that it is a transformative way of planning your business, to be able to plan by the moon, to be able to use that energy and kind of cool that into your business and your practices, really powerful. So if you would like to buy a copy of Planning by the Moon, if you have not bought a copy yet and you'd like more information, you can head to melanynights.com forward slash shop. There you will find details of Planning by the Moon. You'll also find details of all my other journals and notebooks that I've created over time. They are all linked there. Um, and if you have any questions about planning by the moon, please don't hesitate to reach out. I am an email away or a DM away over on Instagram. We'll make sure that all of these links are over in the show notes as well as usual. And of course, if you have a moment, I would love to, if you loved this episode or you love this show just generally, then I invite you to head over to your iTunes, uh, sorry, head over to your podcast player and leave a five-star rating and review. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Leave a five-star rating and review because this really allows us to put this show in front of other people who really may need these messages, these conversations. Um, I think that we all need a little bit more nourishment and slowness, especially this time of year. But especially for those business owners who feel like they've never quite fit in, which I certainly haven't, it's really time to allow people to be heard and seen. So yes, I would so appreciate it. And I read every single review that comes through and I do share them over on Instagram as well um, so that everyone gets to see the positive and kind words that you leave. That is it from me for today. Thank you so much for being here. And until next time, Outlaws. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. If you see yourself as an entrepreneurial outlaw and enjoyed this episode, would you do me a small favor? It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take a moment to subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review. By leaving a review, you are helping me to grow our outlaw community and together we can show other entrepreneurs that breaking the rules can actually be good for business. Don't forget, you can find the show notes for today's episode along with any of the links that I mentioned on my website at melanienights.com forward slash podcast. And if we're not already virtual besties, you can come and hang out with me on Instagram. I am the one with the country music playing, the lukewarm coffee in my hand, and I'm dishing the dough on how we can make entrepreneurship more inclusive and transparent. Plus, I'll probably send you some fun gifts. So until next time, outlaws. Outlaws.